Have you ever wondered what makes the difference between those couples who absolutely love to be together and the ones who merely tolerate each other in their old age? Hi, I'm Monica Tanner, wife to a super hunky man, mom to four kids, relationship coach, and intimacy expert. I help couples ditch resentment and roommate syndrome and increase communication, connection, and commitment so they can write and live out their happily ever after love story. Each week, I'm teasing out the principles that keep couples hopelessly devoted and in intoxicatingly in love with each other for a lifetime and beyond. I'm searching high and low for the secrets of happily ever after and sharing those secrets with you right here with sound marriage advice for couples who want to live happily ever after and achieve a truly intimate friendship because an awesome marriage makes life so much sweeter. Let's get to it. Today, I'm celebrating a huge win, and that is an interview that I did with Authority Magazine on falling in love with your spouse again. Five things you can do to rekindle the love in your marriage if it's gone cold was published on Valentine's Day in a very prestigious publication. And my whole goal is to get the message out to couples that you you don't have to live in a miserable marriage. Statistics show that something like 80% of couples report being in an either unsatisfactory or mediocre marriage. Very few couples are experiencing the joy and fulfillment that I know is absolutely possible. And research also shows that couples wait an average of six to seven years before seeking help with communication, connection, conflict resolution, and commitment, which is an absolute tragedy. I don't want you to become one one of those statistics, and especially right now in one of the most depressed times of the year, when everything seems just a little bit more gloomy than normal, I want you to know that there is so much you can do to improve your marital satisfaction, to fall back in love with your partner, to fall back in love with being in love, and to really start writing that happily ever after love story that you want to be remembered, that story you want to pass down to your children and grandchildren for generations. Now, if you're one of those people like me who saw a lot of divorce and a lot of unhappiness in your parents' relationship, I want you to know that you have the power within you to become a transitional character. Now, this is a concept I learned from Ed Milet. So the definition of a transitional character is one who in a single generation changes the entire course of a lineage. The changes might be for good or ill, but the most noteworthy examples are those individuals who grew up in an abusive, emotionally destructive environment and who somehow find a way to metabolize the poison and refuse to pass it on to their children. They break the mold. They refute the observation that abused children become abusive parents and that the children of alcoholics become alcoholic adults, that the sins of the fathers are visited upon the heads of the children to the third and fourth generation. Their contribution to humanity is to filter the destructiveness out of their own lineage, so the generations downstream will have a supportive foundation upon which to build productive lives. I think the very definition is so beautiful and inspiring because I have witnessed this repeatedly in my life. I have seen people become transitional characters, and I know that it's possible, and I also know that I am dedicated to becoming that transitional character in my own family around 
divorce. I am committed to handing down to my children a blueprint for a beautiful, healthy, thriving marriage relationship that no matter what my children and grandchildren experience in their lives, they will know that it is possible to create a loving, supportive, and fulfilling marriage. So as I said, I was honored to have the opportunity to do this interview with Authority Magazine, and in it, I gave five tips for rekindling the love in your marriage if it's gone cold. Now, we all go through seasons of marriage. There are times when we feel more connected than others. So this list of five things is just a great audit. Whether you're intoxicatingly happy in your relationship or there are things that you have to improve upon or you're feeling hopeless and don't know where to turn, this list will help you generate more love and passion in your relationship. So I'm excited to share these five tips with you. Today, I'm going to be talking about five things you can do to rekindle the love in your marriage if it's gone cold. My first tip is about deciding to make your marriage a priority. That means that you prioritize your marriage relationship above any other relationship besides your relationship with yourself and with a higher being. So if you're religious, it would be your relationship with God first, your relationship with your spouse second, your relationship with your kids third, and then all your other relationships, friendships, and priorities come in order after those top three. So most people I talk to understand this on a very surface level, but if I ask them to account for their time and energy, those stats would tell a very different story. Most of us are too wrapped up in other things that may seem important or urgent at the time and leave their most important relationships for last. So for my first tip, it's to actually spend time, energy, and financial resources on your marriage. The second thing you need to rekindle the passion in your marriage is daily connections. This means getting together with your spouse for at least 20 minutes out of the 1,440 minutes that we all have during the day. Now, here's the funny thing about time. It doesn't matter how strong, connected, well or powerful you are, we all have the exact same amount of time. So if you're truly committed to your marriage, you'll spend at least 20 minutes with your spouse each day learning about their inner world. This means asking deep questions like, what are some things you're learning today? What are you excited about? How can I make your life easier for you? And then sincerely listening for their answers. Even if you're spending 24 hours a day with your partner, you're still experiencing the world in a very different way and learning these things about each other is a lifelong process. Once you've connected emotionally in these daily connections, it's time for some physical representation of your connection. Whether that's a short peck, a hug, a shoulder rub, or just squeezing each other's hands and looking into each other's eyes, emotional connection should be followed by something physical signaling that you're on the same team. 
being. So that's tip two, daily connections. The third thing you need to rekindle and keep your marriage hot is weekly non-negotiable date nights. Meaning that every single week you make a commitment to spend at least three hours with your significant other doing something fun, enjoyable that creates memories and bonds you together. During these dates, you don't talk about the kids or the business or your finances or anything else stressful. You focus all of your attention on your loved one. This includes putting that cell phone on silent so you can give each other your undivided attention. I also suggest that you end date night with sexual intimacy. This way, it serves to bring you closer emotionally, physically, and sexually. So that's tip number three, weekly date nights. Do not miss them. The fourth thing you need to keep passion alive in your marriage is to get comfortable with conflict. Most couples are so uncomfortable with conflict because they don't know how to manage it well. So they create all kinds of ways to avoid it at all costs. This causes a marriage to grow cold because so often one or both partners begin to withdraw from the relationship and stop sharing their true feelings in order to keep the peace. But you didn't marry your clone, so of course there's going to be conflict, including differences of opinion, preference, worldview, and desire. These differences are what keep the passion in your marriage alive because it allows each partner to be an individual who is constantly growing, changing, learning, and sharing themselves with another person. It's not only normal and healthy to have conflict, but it's also how you innovate and grow and gain new perspectives. So tip number four is to embrace conflict and learn how it can work for you in your relationship. And the fifth thing you need to keep that relationship strong is the commitment to continually learning, growing, and developing yourselves individually so you can feel confident sharing yourself with your partner. That means dedicating yourself to learning about yourself, about relationships, about conflict resolution, and all the skills required to create a healthy, thriving, and passionate relationship. This includes developing talents, hobbies, and passions, as well as learning about your own limitations and triggers. One of the best questions you can ask your spouse is, what is it like to be in a relationship with me? So much can be learned by honestly considering the answers to this question. So that's tip number five, always be learning and developing. When you do these five things consistently, you're not only keeping passion and excitement alive in your marriage, but you're also modeling for your children how to create a beautiful, healthy marriage relationship, which is absolutely hands down 100% the best gift you could ever give your children, your grandchildren, and their children for generations. If you'd like to read the full article, I'll be sure to link that for you in the show notes. And if you'd like help with any of these five tips, be sure to apply for your free complimentary coaching session by going to www.secretsofhappilyeverafter.com backslash apply. Be sure to join us next week, same time, same place for my exclusive interview with Hobie and Amy Porterfield. These two are very rarely interviewed together and I am so excited to share this interview with you next week. So until then, happy marriaging. Oh,